special episode of the Hip Hop Scotland podcast and the build up to the Atlas Works takeover we've got Becca Star. How you doing? I'm good, how are you man? I'm good man, I'm good. Uh, glad to get you on. I know we've been kind of chatting for a while now since uh, the first show at the Glad Cafe so aye, good to get yeah, you on man. man. And we've Thanks also for got, having me. Yeah, no worries. We've also got Big T, um, Tyler and Boyd, the, the best host in the world. Oh, yeah, I'm the Hip Hop Scotland host. How you doing, man? You good? Yeah, doing very well, Becca. Pardon me for interrupting this at the very start of the podcast. I'm just jumping in for a wee <laughs> brief moment to chat about Hip Hop Scotland, and then I'll catch up on the rest of what I'm sure is going to be a wonderful, insightful podcast amongst yourselves. But yeah, Sanjeev, do you know about Hip Hop Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> Look, have you ever heard of Hip Hop Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you love Hip Hop Scotland. Let me tell you what you'll absolutely love. This <laughs> Sunday at Nice and Slazy's, baby. That's right. The residency has been picked up and Hip Hop Scotland will be back again on Sunday, October 16th. It is going to be kicking off at 6.30pm. Definitely 6.30 this time. Definitely 6.30, not 8.30. Not 8.30, definitely 6.30. <laughs> we are going to have the Hip Hop Scotland X Atlas Walks takeover we have got some of the best acts coming right out of this label and a wee few special guests firing into slazies to bring hip-hop scotland to life once more we run through we've got glasgow delhi we've got somnia we've got slippery trash mouth we've got sevka we've got the incredible wonderful becca star we've also got random brown kid miles better i'll be hosting hey. sanjeev will be there and ryan will be documenting the whole thing so if you want to come on to the nice and slazies we'll see you this sunday at 6.30, Sanjeev, I'll hey, pass back to the you. World, the world-class uh, intro there from Tarian. That's what, see, I'm not good at doing stuff like that, but you're like an OG at that, so that's good that you, you, awesome, you promoted yeah. it there. But uh, it's going to be a really, a really sick event, and the fact that we've got the residency as well is yeah. going to be a really good opportunity just to showcase um, more and more and more and more and more and more. And I guess the aim is like the fact that like they're all going to be takeovers. So, like the thing that I thought was going to just like covering, because I feel like the subgenres and like like kind of subgenres and subgroups within Scottish hip hop that kind of feel separate mm-hmm. or they don't feel part of the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So I think it's just trying to bring them in. Yeah, put a wee spotlight on them. Yeah, exactly. Because the amount of like rappers that I know that don't know about anything about the scene or that even exists. They mm. think they're just like there's just a few of them. So and, it's just kind of connecting the dots, I guess. Hundred percent. And I also gotta say I gotta say a massive thank you to Becca who has been uh, every single one of the <laughs> hip hop Scotland nights, not only as a spectator, but as a font of knowledge 
about every single question that I've had about Scottish hip hop, about who's what it acts, about where people are. Becca knows absolutely everything. That has been invaluable. It's genuinely been incredibly helpful during the shows coming in as a newcomer. So, Becca, massive thank you to yourself. My, my pleasure, man. I've tried to make it along to as many of the Atlas Works nights as well as I can. I'm mm -hmm. just, uh, yeah. I just like to keep my finger to the pulse of what's happening and see the troops and stuff. The fellowship yeah. is very important mm -hmm. in this scene, and it mm -hmm. makes me feel a bit sad to hear that some of the new up and comers feel sort of excluded or whatever. But that you know that 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 takes a bit of reaching out on their side as well. You got to make connections. You got to do your networking and stuff. That's part of this process. So yeah. you know, don't don't be hesitant and reach mm -hmm. out to people. And yeah, keep doing what you guys are doing. It's good to see you representing Cheers. the old and the new. Well yeah, done. I think congrats, congrats on the residency as well. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm so buzzing about it. And yeah, like for me, obviously, I'm sort of, I'm still sort of new. I would say to the scene. Like mm. I've only been about three years, but obviously since then, pandemic. Like, I, 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 the <laughs> pandemic. So I, I had time to sort of uh, delve right into Scottish hip hop, man. So I feel like I'm in quite a good place in terms of. I acknowledge, but I'm still learning things like every day about artists or kind of guys that were about 10 years ago that were doing bits and stuff like that. So um, yeah, well, it's always good to learn more about all that, man. And well, there's, like, there's so much to it as well. So much. There's even people that 20, 20, 25 years ago were putting out Scottish hip hop mm -hmm. now as well. Exactly. So yeah, man, yeah. It's, it's extensive now. Yes, that would be uh, one of the first questions I'd be interested to ask is, Becca, what, how have you seen, in noticeable ways, what way have you seen the scene change in the last, um, you know, let's say like the last kind of wee while and then especially after the pandemic, has there been a difference? Um, I think the main difference has just mostly been like accessibility and that like it is much easier to get your stuff out there these days than it was even 10, 15 years ago because we've got things like SoundCloud. People are now starting to figure out how to get their stuff up on places like Spotify and streaming yeah. services. That does make accessibility a lot easier. Um, but with regards to just the general vibe of the scene, like I don't think it's changed much. I think that there's still very much the same feeling of we've got a lot of adversity against mm. us. Um, yeah. I personally don't suffer from that ailment. I actually see all of the things that a lot of folk tend to see as like adversity or weakness as strength and advantage and uniqueness. So um I try and use my weirdness to my advantage mm -hmm. and my Scottishness to my advantage and um yeah so like the scene's banging man it's always been healthy it's always there's there's been a lot of the same people present um since since I kind of got involved heavily mm -hmm. around 2008 and then there's some folk yeah. who have fallen away and chosen you know marriage and kids and things mm -hmm. like that and you just see them floating about as spectators now and it's beautiful, man. It's a beautiful scene. Like there is a nice family vibe to the scene. So I hope some of the newcomers yeah. will, you know, reach out to some of the folk who have been doing this for some time and mm. laying some groundwork because that's what it comes down to. Do you know what I mean? There's like a lot of people way before my time that laid so much groundwork that has made it easy for me as an artist in hip hop in Scotland to know where some of the first steps are. So mm. um 
yeah, we all know the kind of folk I'm talking about when I say that, you know, your Steg G's and Dave Hooks and mm. Mr. Boses and things like this. So yeah, yeah the legends, legends. The legends, yeah, <laughs> man. There's there's some actual legends okay. in our community. And yeah, like we need to keep that at the forefront of our minds before any idea of adversity. I think that's like a big part of just hip hop generally. Like just always understanding like where it came from because obviously it's a relatively new like genre. If, in comparison to other things so yeah I think it's always good to remember like the why we're here today it's because of like those guys that laid it down in those days um, wow. so I guess it's good to always remember that especially in hip hop I feel like that's like one of the, the vital parts of hip hop no, so I get I guess maybe cut this out the podcast if it, <laughs> if, it, if, it if it doesn't feel appropriate. That's right. You know what would be? I think it would be incredible, man. See, if we done like a hip hop Scotland legends night, Aye. celebrating like that the roots of hip hop, and we got ourselves like one of the big video projectors, and we showed like the old school videos that get, everyone the, get as many of the being MCs back together as you can for, yeah. for a set. That would be What's insane. That, the being MCs. The being MCs, yeah. Oh, you don't know about the being. Oh no, man, see it then. See on Sunday, I'm going to give you an actual like lecture. Like, I'm gonna... I right? Okay, see, come with me. It's time to learn. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sit I, down. I don't think I know. Year about was either. 1987. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about that either. About that at all. So the being MCs is um, Mr. Loki, um, oh. Darren McGarvey, she that is. was the, the crew that, that, that he was a part of, was being MCs, also has amazing artists like Marek Leiden Deft, he was a producer and uh, rapper and being MCs. Uh, respect is that Marek Mixit, by the way? Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. all right? Jesus, that's class. Yeah. He's being MCs. And then Respect VA, who's an amazing Scottish battle rap legend, uh, writer, and now also does a YouTube channel, VA Reacts. Uh, we promo for my pal. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Gasp, he was being MCs. God, I didn't know that. That's like Physics, he was legends. being MCs later. Uh, Conscious Jeez. was being MCs later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, they're all doing amazing stuff right now. Every single one of them. Like even like Marek and Mixon. Like all the biggest drilltunes and like from London, it's mad. It's actually yeah. mad. And then you've got folk like Dunhamer as well. He was being MCs. He's still really active and um still like he he he's documented most of Scottish hip hop for us. Uh, he's he's at most gigs with a camera usually. Um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they're they're amazing. Have they still got like music up on SoundCloud? Yeah, yeah it's all over YouTube. Just Is it? being oh, MCs. Have, have awesome, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's what I was going to ask. If somebody's listening to this that's like, you know, 18, 19, and they've maybe, they weren't alive when all this was happening, how would how would somebody go and find these artists? Like, how would somebody get in touch with the material that was out back then? Would it just be a, a YouTube search number and just kind of go through and see what they can find? I guess initially it's just like get, gaining the knowledge mm. in, in the first instance. So I like having a conversation with people and, and asking about, you know, like what, what, what should I, what should I be looking up? Cause mm. heads will 100% mm. recommend. There's like a whole bunch of stuff. There's a really good one on Spotify that was uh, Marek and Scatterbrains lawful rebellion EP. Mm. That was the one. In fact, if you remember uh, Sanjeev at pitch, 
when I came up because I came bouncing. Oh, and yeah. Like, hey, how are you doing? Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize you were having an actual like, session aye. with Marek. Because we were outside. So I just thought, aye. oh, yeah, how are you doing? And that's the first time I'd seen Marek in eight years. That's why I like jumped on him with oh, such right. a big hug because yeah. it's been so long since I've yeah. seen him in person. Um, but yeah, like that was the EP I was going on to him about that I use when I'm teaching hip hop at the Academy of Music. So it's one of the ones yeah. that I say, go listen to this. Um, like a lesson. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's there's loads out there, man. Perfect practice. That was Adam Holmes and DJ mm. Sonny. Adam Holmes is now a massive, massive artist, um, mostly in folk and singer-songwriter stuff, but he's an incredible yeah. rapper as well. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man, I could re- I recommend you all the good stuff. Don't worry. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Aye, yeah. If you want to know about Scottish hip-hop history, give Becca a message and <laughs> send you a bunch of links. <laughs> the, the Scottish hip-hop historian. Yeah, we yeah, need man. a whole separate podcast just to, just to find out. Aye. Yeah, I do yeah. actually do a whole class on Scottish hip hop history at the end of the year when I'm teaching in the cool. academy. So hey, get a wee plug in that. How can people how could people get how could people find that? How could people get involved with it? Um, well, it's 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 everybody's in for the year now. Um, if you are wanting to apply for the HNC or HND, you probably yeah. need to wait for next year now. But um, they've always got amazing short courses running, so like you'll probably see. I didn't get on one of them a lot on. Yeah, man, they're great. Like, tried you can for do ages. them online or in person. So um, I'm actually starting a six-week one this Saturday, um, every Saturday for six weeks um, in That's the centre. And then I also do the online ones as well. And you can just apply to them if you go to the Academy of Music and Sound mm-hmm. website and uh, have a look. You can see there's amazing all sorts of short courses. There's ones for like music for game design, um, oh. sound engineering, hip-hop, songwriting, all sorts. Amazing ones to choose from uh, for, for free. So, yeah, I encourage everyone to do it. And, um, yeah, everybody that teaches at the academy is incredibly knowledgeable and super sound. So you'll you'll absolutely take something amazing away from it. I think I've applied for, like, three of them, but then I just, I couldn't come in eventually. Things, things mm-hmm. kept popping up, but definitely they come along with. Let's get on that together. We'll hassle each other yeah. <laughs> until we go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. But uh, that moves quite nicely, actually, on to... I want to ask you about the academic value of hip hop. Like for me, I think there's a big kind of value behind uh-huh. it because yeah, hip hop is more than just people rhyming words together. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's a really yeah. good insight onto the society that it's coming from. Um, so I just wanted yeah, your yeah. thoughts on that and why you think. Yeah, it might it's be just important. it's that that old chestnut. People think that rap is hip hop. Like nah, rap yeah, rap, rap yeah. is a subgenre of hip hop. Hip hop is a culture, movement a culture it's yeah and the fifth pillar that i think a lot of people need to recognize these days that would benefit us all is that the fifth pillar of hip-hop is knowledge and that is from the grassroots up so that's you know the things you're interested in personally that's one side of it but then like we were talking about finding out about what has come before you in your own local community or yeah. you know what you can do and be proactive in to, to help benefit your community and you know cross-pollination like um I I think that hip-hop's an amazing culture that I'm really proud to be a part of yeah. and um I love it with all my heart and I think that shows through in the music I make and mm-hmm. um you know the people that I teach as well uh so I, I I think it's probably it's the most prominent and prevalent culture and influential culture we have in modern times. Yeah. Um, it colors everything, 
and it's beautiful and powerful and I think we need to just concentrate on as much cultivation of the good that we can do as a community because I it just takes um banding together sometimes to make real change happen yeah. whether that's in your own local community or the grand scheme of the world because there's a whole load of bad things happening in the world as well out with ourselves that you know um we can do a lot as a community internationally to participate in changing so I yeah. man, um we do have that power um so it's just claiming it really <laughs> exactly yeah hip hop like it's so powerful and I'm just so glad that I like part of it because it changed so many people's lives like 100% it could it can have that impact it's so um, positive it's just such a positive movement and um I think that some folk um maybe get the wrong impression about the hip-hop community and, and how it functions mm-hmm. um and that there is a lot more darkness and violence than there is there is equally as much love and support and camaraderie as there is beef and Mm. bullshit (laughs) so you know uh, if not more so like i would like to think that there's a lot more of like the good heads doing good stuff for everybody as opposed to the folk just do it for themselves but you get that in every scene man that's not exclusive to hip-hop like that's the point i always try and make same in metal scene it's same in the folk scene there's always competitive people that just mess it up like you'd think that's that's not hip-hop that's not hip-hop mate (laughs) you'd think that the scottish comedy scene would be full of people cracking jokes but no there's a lot of violence and beef and the Scottish comedy. Oh, I know, man. Back well. in the day, I used to actually like kick about quite a lot with uh, Jim Muir. Are you familiar with Jim Muir? I've, I've least worked, but no way. I've done like a met him personally. He did a lot of writing and work with um, Frankie Boyle and stuff. Um, and he's a good mate of mine. I used to work with a label many years ago in my late teens and early 20s that um, he was pally and lived with a guy from the label, uh, my auntie Jim. But I wondered if you'd if you'd seen him floating about because I know he still does a lot of writing and I, stuff. He has, he Muir, has neither he's rev, a is comedy it? legend. If you were to ask anyone in the stand about him, they'd be like, "Oh, big Jim." Yeah, <laughs> he he is neither the guy that that played the rev, is it? Is that a different guy? No, the Reverend Obadiah Stepping. Yes, 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 yes. I've kicked with Jim then. Yeah, I've kicked with Jim. Yes, the yes. Reverend Obadiah Stepping. Oh, yeah, yeah, Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like... love Jim, man. He Jim, man. I know. Yeah. I've heard from him. Like he's a, an example of someone who is not down for the beef. He's a good mm. guy, but I used to hear stories from him about what it was like mm. in the comedy world and the competitiveness, and also the same thing that happens with rappers of he stole my material or blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> it's like you know, he might know of folk might just have the same ideas like yeah. that does yeah. happen as well. Do you know what I mean? But like, oh, I have heard what's Boy. what's it like these days with like comedy beef? Saying I'm interested. Well, it was I, I guess. Uh, the pandemic changed things, so the whole scene kind of died down a bit. But pre-pandemic, it was lit. It was lit with the beefs, man. You got beefs everywhere. <laughs> I was honestly, every time you went on the forum, there was somebody getting called out. There was somebody getting done. It tended to be between the there was the like the old heads and the and the new head, new heads. That doesn't feel right as a term. New school, go. new, school. new yeah. school, yeah. So like a lot of the old comedians were like kind of like this is how it should be done, and a lot of the young ones were like. No, this is how it should be done. And, you know, everybody thought they were right. And uh, was, some people were right. Some people were wrong. Some people were just neutral. But either way, there was a lot of, there was a lot of like, um, condemnation of others is what I felt. And don't get me wrong. Amongst that, there is people silently 
mentoring other people. There's people bringing people up, passing on their wisdom, giving them yeah. gigs, booking them spots. But, you know, the, the thing that gets the spotlight would be somebody going, James, James McPherson is a wee asshole. Do not book him for your gigs. He's, he's horrible. And then everybody's going, no, I love James McPherson. James McPherson raised my wing or whatever. And then on and on and on. So, yeah, it's, it's tended to calm down a bit. Um, a few of the... Uh, the the um the 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 big culprits kind of calmed down or left the scene. So, yeah, yes, artists Chase and artists. Stewart. Yeah, well, Chase yeah, Stewart. yeah, a wee bit. <laughs> Chase to Australia. <laughs> I feel like that kind of happened like with hip hop generally, like a few years ago. I feel like it's calmed down now, but I think there was like a lot of beef between kind of new and old school. But I feel like it's kind of chilled out a bit. That's now. always been how it is, though. Yeah. It always happens. Every step of the way, wave or something. There's exactly. always that that period where folk are like, I don't know if I like it, Aye. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes them feel all conflicted. Aye. And as opposed to just taking the time to decide when you like it or you don't like it, and then make peace with that, it's it's a whole yeah. What they're doing's meh. I don't get it, and so therefore it's shite. And like, you know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like when Fifty Cent came about. Uh, like all the old heads said he was shite, but then all yeah. the new guys, and now he's like a legend. Same with like Lil yeah. Wayne, I feel like he had that. Happens. With like yeah. at the start, every yeah. hated Lil Wayne, but now he's like a legend. It's crazy how literally I, every, every 10, 15 years, it happens. I feel like, yeah, I feel like all, all like all the kind of the seniors in a society eventually at some point go, but it's no right, you're not getting it the way that I used to. Right. Do. I get it. I get it to an extent, right? Because I always come back to content. Like, what are you saying? That's what I'm interested in, right? And I get it when folk are like, no, I don't get it. And someone is like a wee guy in a balaclava talking about Mm. gat and folk and stuff and (laughs) putting on a faux accent and shit. Yeah, I'm 100% on board. Don't get it. Don't resonate Mm. with it. Does not seem Mm. authentic because for me, that's what makes something hip hop being authentic and being mm. like really believing you and mm-hmm. like feeling your you resonate like uh i don't think anyone could judge me too harshly to take a look at me for seeing why i would not like resonate with that mm. kind of side of the culture that is yeah. coming up with some of the new heads uh but i think that's just a thing for me that comes back to i respect efforts made in the past like the hip-hop declaration of peace Uh, back in 2001 I think it was that was literally to try and change the perception of hip-hop as a culture having any association with violence and that it wanted to promote peace and community Mm -hmm. so I've just got a knee-jerk reaction to folk talking about stabbing or shooting and stuff Mm -hmm. like this where I'm like "Eh." unless it's done in a tongue-in-cheek creative funny manner in which case I'm for it but do you know what I mean I just I I think that um I'm not doing for anything that makes our culture seem threatening to the outsider. I don't get that. Like, keep keep that to yourselves. Like, mm. keep that in a group mm. chat, mate. Like, <laughs> that's what that is to me. That's group chat material. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Set up your group chat and have your beef. Like, we don't need to all be included in this. Like, make your threats to each other. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to get so many diss tracks for saying all this. I'm, I'm going to talk off up in a hang. I'm going to fucking shoot Becca Stark. <laughs> <laughs> 
exactly where I want to be. I got my dream job, and I'm still just thinking about my old pals. I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. We doesn't want to beat me. Fuck your city, mate. Before you even start, I'm gonna make it hit the replay. Best period's going, I shall DJ. I got him running off like I'm coming out a week late. Cause he hear me popping my mouth. Like God, he's so loud. I hope that he drowns. We know that I found these folks and these old clowns. I bet he get forced down for nothing but four pound. Ah, damn son, you thought you went manned up. You got a better chance of me doing a slam dunk. After Grand's horse, as we roll out the damn church, finish with some jazz hand sparklers. Mate, I'm better than that. Get on the track, you got leathered out the terrace of your tenement flat. Man, I don't even like these rappers, so I'm sending them back with a jaw twice the size like an American dad. Yo, it's not the dawn, I just wrote a song on the mode alone. I'm focused on the moments coming, you're focused on the moments gone. And so, but so I'm gonna catch him like it's Pokemon. I'm thinking maybe something may have told him wrong, but. Guess have you noticed I haven't liked that you ramble shame? Mate, I got lucky the first time I did you gamble twice. The suffering from all that rappers hate. Bad compliance, bad to lay, like it's smart, too ready to be smart, she makes. I'm too blazed, just too faced. Figured I'd try some new waves. The first is too faced, you're heading for your grave. I said I can move face, that they can't, so I plan to make fans and if you're fake, then stand for sight. I'm the legend we take, get ready for hype. Come with anything, it's a best in a life. I'm dressed for the night, I'm ready for my stripes. Giving all the breath in my life, I'm making it stand, I'm telling them no. It doesn't get any better than this. Sat at home with some words tripping off on my lips My daddy said if it's your dream to spit Son Eclipse Now I'm counting views on my clips And thousands of hits is bliss White boy named Chris raised with manners I'll ask a man please but I'm an OG when it matters Come to the studio and test the status I'm rocking baggy trousers, call it madness Guess that on the track I'm the baddest across these eight planets My fans are like damn, but these rappers are like god damn it Hearing average written 20 times a day on average But that's the damage, it's hip hop is setting standards now Like watching two rappers get on stage and have it out Don't flop, couldn't Hold it down. I like hearing dope spitters from my hometown. We tried built, so we never sing somehow. What the fuck is up, Scotland? I'm calling. One of your daughters, the music not stolen. Picking up acceleration, bringing new communication. Sonic booming through your crew, televising devastation. Shining a light on the flaws and face. Not even stopping for a couple while producing new beats. You better reach for higher stakes, cause getting bodied by a ballsy bitch ain't up for debate. Don't hate. Musical titan with moves to boot. Don't make comment till you've walked a mile in her shoes. And as it tends to go, well, you snooze. You lose and then life's game of chase, you gotta win a You got some substance, it's nonsense, just do you be honest Take those frustrating training wheels and just stomp them It's not often an obvious calling, if I can do it, you can do it too Start writing, no problem Where the fuck is my check till I've run out of breath Till I've flung out the club to be punched in the head Told not to come back or I'm done, this it is Starting on the bouncers like do you know who I am? I'm drunk and I'm swish Convinced that someone called me something under the breath Nothing even happened but that bump was a grand Now I'm out for blood like someone stuck the knot in my grand If you judge me from my actions I don't think that you believe it I'm a mother, I'm just trying to be a better human being If only you could see it man, I'm just your grievance For something less important because I can take you seriously Beg a sorry DFS, Speezy got this for the team We got that loud you read shit Make it look so easy, you all need me but the scene is pish You should fucking read about it, money we reap it bitch I speak the la vida bitch Oh, at the 
was into big hip Personality on a guy that's dope and likes to talk Sent me Porsche chocolates in a box Spend my peas, smoke all my weed I like cats these when you eat between my knees Waving you off like I'm dismissing the breeze And you can miss me with the sentiments please Yeah, I can appreciate what a lot of drill producers have done. Like I think drill producers have done some amazing, amazing things and has actually coloured a lot of music that we hear, other genres of music. You hear drill Mm -hmm. sounds and patterns cropping up in pop music and stuff like that. So clearly it's very influential. And uh, but yeah, it's just man, I I find it I like stuff that's a bit too, you know, just violent you know what i mean yeah. like um just no too hot with that and i you know just in general or like cap up or just as a whole well it, it, it comes back to how creative it is right and yeah. um i've been asked about something like this before by somebody and the example i gave was like i'm quite into metal um, and yeah, i, I really really like about a bit of death metal and stuff and one of my favorite death metal bands is a band called bloodbath and they've got a track called eaten which is yeah. about an actual account where a guy put a hang up on craigslist or something the equivalent of that in germany um wanting to be eaten by someone like killed and eaten they ended up writing a song about it as i that as as a, as a choice as a human that is pretty death metal as a base <laughs> level i but uh bloodbath wrote this song called eating about it right and the lyrics are so gory and stuff but so tongue-in-cheek and hilarious that it's mm. not like getting folk to incite violence but commentating on a violent occurrence or ridiculous things that this guy was wanting done to him mm. like which are violent but in yeah. context it's not like i'm going to kill that guy if that's what that song was i'm going to you know <laughs> but yeah. it was from the it was from the context of the guy who wanted to be ate yeah, so, <laughs> that's that, that's, yeah. which changes it somewhat <laughs> for me so, you know what i mean do you know what I mean? But like, yeah, um, and I myself write pretty aggressive material sometimes, but not in the sense of like. I'm gonna come to your gaff and pass you Exactly. Family. I'm. I'm like. If, if like genuinely, the biggest threat for me potentially down the line is 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 nay hidings. It's battles. Like I've never mm-hmm. been in a situation where I've had a beef enough with somebody that I couldn't deal with externally and a wee message going, yo, like, it's usually a misunderstanding <laughs> so, so, any beef I've had for the most part. But 
if I was to find myself at that point, I'm not going to be one of these folk that's like making tracks about Sammy. I'd be I'd be challenging you to battle me. Yeah. <laughs> or you know what I mean? Right, I probably right, right. I don't a diss track doesn't even seem that authentic to me either, just because it's not in my nature that that yeah. kind of but to go head to head and that where it's understood, do you know what I mean? And there is sort of like a, a level of honor involved. Yeah. <laughs> well, not yeah. we all battlers subscribe to that, but I would, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I would want yeah. to win from being the cleverer, smarter, funnier person that insults you a wee bit more vigor and uh, you know, uh creativity and and it not just be hating because I just yeah. don't want to put that energy out where it's just negative hatred. Like no. you know that um I guess the other the side of that I would kinda say is like I one of the first Scottish hip hop tracks that I ever came across was a diss track that somebody showed me. And uh, I used to put it can on I, can I make a guess? Go on. Was it Sherlock? It was I, I recorded that track. I mixed and no, mastered that track, bro. No way is that the, is I that the, fucking, yeah, I'm crazy. I fucking recorded, mixed and mastered that. You have no, no idea the fucking faces I was making when he got in that. I had no idea what he was up to record. <laughs> <laughs> he got in the booth and started it and I was like, holy oh, fucking God. shit, mate. <laughs> but that's a good example because, yeah, it's hilarious and it's, it's so violent, funny. but it's so funny and it's so yeah. creatively done and it's so over the top that it is like, it's not believable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hanging on through the roof of his house is never going to happen. That's what yeah. makes it. Could you have shot I mean? me with an RPG, still be ready to bop. Just, I man, exactly. It's like that's that is that is hip hop. That's swagger. Mm. That's confidence. That's you know coming more creatively and more yeah. elaborately and stuff like. But you know, <laughs> I they, believe they, you recorded that. <laughs> that's yeah, bad, isn't it? I'm, I'm, aye, there you go. I'm everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, if we get, if I can go back to authenticity, you mentioned authenticity, so. How did you discover your authenticity and how do you recommend that maybe some of these artists that are, you know, they've got, they're in the, a circle with 17 guys dressed in black, nodding or he'd gone, I'm going to shoot you, I'm going to shoot you, I'm going to shoot you. How can they get in It'll touch It'll be with... interesting to see how what they evolve into next, don't you? Right? What's that going to become next, right? Because, like, you know, um, dr drill was to trap what, like, gangster rap, was to boom bap. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, that kind of evolutionary thing. Yeah. Like, what is next? What comes next after that? Oh, interesting. But anyway, um, uh, what was the question? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I got no. so into my own thought process of wonder where that's going next. I forgot. What was it? Sorry. Sorry. Um, I guess uh, trends move in opposites. So maybe they're going to become really emotional and they're all going to sound like Ellie Drake, you know, but are they same? I oh yeah the question was my inauthenticity here yeah. genuinely I think your inauthenticity is a constant development and journey because as um, a person you're constantly developing and growing and learning new things so who you are as a person should I think in a healthy person be in a constant state of flux to mm. an extent where you are always flexible and always willing to sort of like grow a little bit and do you know what I mean? So my authenticity comes from the fact that I'm very real about the fact that I am a person that is still growing and developing. And uh, But in the stuff that I feel like I've mastered, I'm super confident in. And um, it doesn't come from an ego. It just comes from a necessity of needing to have that belief in myself to continue doing what I'm doing as much as I do it. Um, so, yeah, man. I, I think that Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say, in terms of like authenticity, do you think there's like 
like I think there's two types of authenticity. There's like to yourself, and then there's like to the genre. I thought talking about hip hop, but just wanted to to see your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I like to think that I am unquestionably as hip hop as fuck as I could possibly be where I'm at right now. Um, I've I've been participating in the scene for a long time, obviously as an artist, but. Over the years, I've also ran events myself. I used to run an event called Choose Wisely. I've ran open mic nights over the years that were hip-hop and rapper-friendly, which isn't always the case with open mic nights. Mm -hmm. Um, I've worked and collaborated with as many people as I could, not out of, um, you know, like collecting uh, collabs, but just the folk that have really made an impression on me. I've always made an effort to reach out to and stuff, and I'm just really lucky that folk have always well received me and I've got a nice back catalogue of collabs now that I'm dead proud of um but like I I think that undeniably you can you can be hip-hop by just being a part of your scene and you know even simple things like what we were talking about earlier of how the scenes changed and I was talking about like accessibility you can yourself like be a part of your scene and really help the folk you care about by resharing things, uh, talking to friends about tracks you've heard from local artists, as well as, you know what I mean, your kid cuddies and whatever else is happening. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. at a grassroots level, that is like super duper hip hop. That's like being involved in your community and, you know, like sharing the load. So um, I think that most, uh, man, in Scotland, the hip hop heads in Scotland are pretty fucking hip hop for the most part, man. I mean, when you've got people like Sage <laughs> floating about, yeah, he, it's you know, he he's he's just such a gem, like, and I and I feel like, um, like give it give it a few more years, like there'll there'll be murals a steg up around Glasgow and things like this. Do you know what I mean? Because like he his heart is so in the community. And that's why I've worked with Steg so much over the years is because that's something we really connect on is that we really care about the community. We really care about, you know, the bigger picture. And um, I've spoke to Steg quite a lot in the past year about things we are trying to do to um, build a sort of infrastructure and a network so that we break down some of the barriers of communication, not 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 so much in Glasgow, but across Scotland. Um, and, yes. You know, that... that um, <laughs> just people making themselves available and speaking out that they are available and that they are interested in participating in the scene and helping people out. Like folk are not always going to assume that we live in a world where people always assume folk can't be bothered with them. And so they won't make that choice to reach out or they'll be maybe nervous or uncertain how they'll be met. But I think the more we as a community make a point of voicing the fact that, no, we're all here for each other, our brass tacks facts, if it comes down to it and we need to pull together, then we need to all be on the same page. Like, yeah. I think um, that if it came to it, that I've seen it myself in the past year with situations where folk have really rallied around me and made me feel safe and protected and valued. And, you know, I mean, like I mean something. And we need to do that for everybody. Everybody needs to feel safe and valued to in um I so that's a good point. That's, that's as authentic Wait. as it gets, I think. Mm. <laughs> peace, a, peace, peace, man. Yeah. Peace, you know. That's a good point what you mentioned though about like hip hop and being hip hop and that it's not necessarily like the type of music you make. It's just mm-hmm. like that culture 
of like community and supporting people yeah. like in your local area like it mm-hmm. doesn't even that you can be hip-hop without making hip-hop I guess so yeah I think yeah. that's quite exactly. an interesting point to make um, I think I, a lot of people sort of get confused I think that's why a lot of the sort of your guys that I talk to they sometimes feel like they don't get that side of it and I think that's why sometimes they feel separate because they're not necessarily mm-hmm. like spitting bars. They're like, like singing, or like if they use auto tune or whatever. Some of them feel like they're not part of the scene. Mm. Um, but I guess it's understanding that what you just said about like it's just being part of the community and stuff like that as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think that's that might be why I get I'm so slightly stressed when I hear people talking with kind of the you know the, the london accent and the london vocabulary and, and using words that we don't use up here and basically like just basically glaswegians make music for london and i'm kind of thinking like surely it'd be better to make the music a your area and tell truthful the kind of the truthful stories i mean i don't i don't believe that you're moving kilograms of cocaine and that you've got a trunk full of guns i think i'd like to actually hear what it's like growing up in brigton can you tell me can you tell me <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> 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 that's so true, man. So true. But I guess, like, just keep it in reality. I guess, like, keep <laughs> it in reality. Uh, you know, like, I, I think folk can 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 sense when it's not in reality. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, or when folk are fronting, because that's a thing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I think, especially cool. like when drill, I suppose, has been quite a lot of that. Um, but yeah, I suppose it's, I get it. It's hard part, to every like, stage, that like every yeah, kind I mean, of genre. Each their own in that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's and and who cares if it's not for some folk? If the yeah. folk who are making it are really passionate about it and doing it for the right reasons, then does it really matter? I guess. Uh, then, yeah. yeah, like art is art, man. Like it yeah. comes back to that as well. Like and no, no, everybody's gonna love your stuff. Like. Um, there's there's so much music out there in the world, and it's not for everybody. Do you know what I mean? That's why there's so much music, yeah. so that folk can pick and choose. And don't let that uh, I for anyone who's making music, like don't ever let that deter you. Like, don't ever let the idea that you know, oh, well, folk like it. Just do you. Just just mm. like just don't yeah. emulate anybody. Just do you as authentically as you can, and I bet you'll get a really nice response, man. Well, see, that sounds that sounds like really good advice, but um, so it's like, so especially coming like for myself personally, coming out of like a kind of comedy background, you kind of, I, you talk about what you want, but the whole premise is these people need to like it. I need to make sure that these people like it. If they don't react to it, then it, it doesn't no, work. No, 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 no. The premise is that you need to be funny. Woohoo! The premise is that you need to be funny. The premise is because comedy in itself is is objective, so mm. it's it's not that you need to, to to everyone. But you know, you'll find your tribe. This is what it's about with any art form: is finding your tribe. It's not that you need to get them to like you. I guess to, to an extent, as any performer, you need to be likable or mm-hmm. relatable mm-hmm. or just not a dick. Put simply, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but but like no, your job is to be funny. Now, not everyone might find your style of comedy funny. That mm. doesn't mean that it's not funny. It just means that it's not for that crowd or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Or it might be that yeah, it is an indicator sometimes if folk aren't vibing with your stuff to go back to the drawing board. But being willing to do that with like 
excitement and not out of oh Ooh. fuck i need to rewrite my set fuck's sake and being like man this is an opportunity to up my game like what can i do that's more interesting here and not letting it deter you that applies to all art forms as well i think but oh shit that's, that's second advice man that's, that's, really fucking, that's unreal advice wow thank you that's that's class the welcome. top of that is don't be, <laughs> don't, don't be a dick is don't be a dick the oh, main advice one for that i think I don't be a dick. Fundamentally, don't be a dick. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing that comes with it. I'm sure there's folk out there that think I'm a dick. Um, (laughs) And that's that's fine. Because probably we do have different standpoints on something socially or, you know, maybe it's even just you don't like how I present myself or anything. That's cool, man. That doesn't matter because it's not going to change anything. Like, it's fine. Like, did you always have that, or did you develop that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I've been doing this a long, long time, and um, I'm also a, a former victim of being um, a young woman dealing with like major labels where your weight matters and your image matters and mm. who's dressing you and who's cutting your hair and all this kind of stuff. Oh, and sure. I think that's probably why like, I don't give that much of a fuck when it comes to like image related stuff because uh i'm just i'm just making myself as comfortable as possible in my own body at all times um Mm -hmm. as i think anybody is and the fact that for so long for women it has been image based like yeah i'm trying to break all the archetypes associated with that i don't think my sex should ever predetermine certain expectations from me as an artist um and yeah. yeah if i decide to do certain things or make certain choices it'll nine times out of ten be for artistic reasons because i am just a big arty farty fucking mess man like and there's no <laughs> way around it right like and that's just what i do and i am a deep person and i'm always thinking and i'm very creative and it's just the only thing i know what to do so um that's similar to what i, I spoke to lotus i don't know if you know Lotus last is old school. Um, she'd been around for a long time, but she sort of said the exact same. She wanted just to break down the barriers and be like, I want people to to know my music by the quality of the music and not by the way I look or the way I dress. And I think that's a kind of critical So Yeah, thankfully I think that like at this point in time, a lot of those expectations that existed in my era, like when I was going through that phase of my life, working with those kind of people and, you know what I mean, being spoken at um, yeah. as opposed to being a part of my conversation with how I wanted to present myself, um, which was not a choice at that point in time. I think a lot of that has been broken down in the past 20 years. And I think that, mm-hmm. um, you know, that the idea of that is repulsive to a lot of people, not just women in the arts. Um, and, you know, oh, the feminism is rife. It's cracking. So, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just, um, I, it's, I guess like good, good things change and, you know, it's the same for all sorts of stuff, not just like, mm-hmm. you know, sexism based stuff. But um, that's what I was going to say. I guess like a lot of people sort of go through that in their own, like their own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, I went to that, like as being disabled, people had a certain expectation of, what I would create or they had an expectation that like all I was interested in is like disability rights when no I'm interested in like a ton of other things and I have knowledge on a a ton of other things except that 
So, I'm the same, man. I'm actually disabled myself. I've got a bone disorder. I had to have spinal surgery in my mid twenties, um, and okay. sort of tissue disorder disorders and stuff like this. So part of the reason I'm so into my fitness is actually every muscle I build is a fight against uh, the disorders that are trying okay. to eat my yeah. body. Um, and yeah, for a long time, I was much like yourself. I would speak out quite a lot about, um, you know. In particular, I just started to notice when it, when I had mobility issues that um a lot of venues are really yeah venues friendly. are horrific. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, man, and yeah. yeah, it's something I've actually considered reaching out to talk to you about myself. And um, there was some some content I'm thinking about starting to do in the new year that I used to do a lot more stuff. Um, like using my videography skills, where I would do live yeah. sessions in my studios and interviews and things like this, and that'd be sick. Um, Some sort of, I that'd be cool, man. But it'd be good to discuss it with you because I can imagine that it's it's yeah, it's disappointing. Like it's it's really Aye. disheartening. It's to really see disappointing. How 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 unthought of people with mobility issues are and and. Like it's just generally like even in like yeah, a lot of small not even venues, just venues, but yeah, like, like everything, I, like people just don't everything. like like yeah. Do you know what annoys me? One of the annoying things it's the little things. It's like when people park in front of the flat bit of the cub, like that's enough to ruin my day yeah, because it, man, it means I need to go shit. all the way around, and you're like just because like for what like why like mm. they just don't think. Yeah, but man. to be honest, like. The way I've spoken about it and the way I have is that they don't know, so it's not their fault. Mm Like yeah, they, yeah exactly. That was the thing. It's if you're oblivious to that, if yeah. you're oblivious to that, and it's not your first thought, and you're oblivious, exactly. then yeah, you can be forgiven for making that mistake. So it's like education that you even like. pointed that out because I bet you all the drivers that are listening to this will be aware of that the next time they like, do remember. Up, exactly. Hopefully, do you know what I mean? Mm. But yeah. aye, it's but once you've been made aware. You're no allowed to be oblivious anymore, mate. You can't yeah. just continue on once like someone's shouting at you what's wrong. Yeah, tell you know you, what I mean? Like, aye, man, one hundred percent, and that's hip hop too. So keep it up, man. Get and I always kind of use the example. <laughs> that. Cheers, man. Cheers. Okay. I've just got to keep, just got to keep pushing. And like an example that I use quite a lot is that you know when like so many times when I've been out and like some weekend to like been staring at me and pointing. And then their parents are like, don't, don't. And then I'm like, that's worse. But I want them to come over to me, point and ask me. Like, yeah. and I, I can tell them and then they'll grow up knowing rather yeah. than thinking, oh, don't speak to disabled people. Like, because that's what happens. And I think that's one of the reasons that's causing it. That sucks, man. I bet I, I bet either probably that's not their intention to make you exactly. feel that way. But I, I hate, I hate, I hate that it makes you feel that way, man. That sucks. Yeah. But yeah, raising awareness and talking about these things is what makes change happen, man. So exactly. I'm here to hear it, man. Like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember Sorry. on the way to that last day, like that because it was the first time you had done it in Sleazy's that, that Yeah, day. it was. I yeah, right. And I remember when, when me and Gary were driving down to it, I was like, here. Like Sleazy's is a downstairs venue, is it not? And I was yeah. like, what? and I was proper like, what the fuck? Like, how? <laughs> and then when I walked in and saw it was upstairs, I was like, oh, amazing! Like, I didn't even know that they did that. That's cool as fuck. That Sleazy's. Yeah, they only do that. Like, they rarely do that, but we like. I've never that seen they it. Approach I've never me. seen it. I, I, props to them for like that's yeah, really absolutely. accommodating and flexible and just like amazing. I love it. Like, good on them. Yeah, I love like people that just like that do that instead of saying no we're not accessible like they 
I think the way we move forward is by doing that, and it's by like not like being disabled, not being a barrier, but just finding ways to get around it. Yeah, like just instead of like effort. thinking exactly, man. Instead of thinking, oh it no, it's not be, accessible. It like, should fundamentally be that every venue should be disabled accessible. I think, like, yeah. and I think you know it might take well, a while, uh, and I understand yeah. that's a big ask because that's you know that means sometimes in some cases that lifts and things need to be built in. Oh, money. A lot of money, a lot of investment, and we're not in an economy that's friendly for that. But it's there's nothing wrong with us talking about so that and mm-hmm. saying I think that they should be accessible to everybody because everybody should be able to access music. Um, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with talking about that just to have it in the ether and start manifesting the idea yeah. that maybe down the line when maybe things are better that then it can be a more serious mm-hmm. discussion as opposed yeah. to just an idea and a conversation, you know. When I was in, sorry, go ahead. Oh, what well, I was gonna say was silly. I feel like I've interrupted you. Tell you something silly. Tell me something silly, T. Come on, when I was in, when I was in primary four, I won a competition, uh, an invention competition, because uh, you had to like draw what you were gonna invent, and I invented uh, a wheelchair that had kind of like the caterpillar treads that are on the side of a tank, <laughs> so that it could go up and Amazing. down stairs. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, they were like there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need to watch out for them. Yeah, got me into the, got me into the amazing, finals. Man. Yeah, but what actually won the finals was... The guy who could the... design it for you was sat right beside you the whole time, man. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can get the drawings out, mate, for a couple of triangles and circles. Get Elon <laughs> Musk on the fucking phone immediately, man. I've got an idea for you, son. Direct Fuck wave. Mars. Like... <laughs> oh, we're not accessible. Don't worry. <laughs> Is Mars disabled accessible, Elon? As... Right, okay. Yeah. Joel, that's um, a really good point, man, because, like, See, like, the amount of money that people are spending on shit like that. Yeah. And you're like, mate, make things accessible first. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't worry, ramp. Don't worry about the ramp. Don't worry about the Like, you know what I mean? I don't worry about ma- We could go to Mars in a bit, like, chill. Because we've got, <laughs> we've got other things to take care of first. Like, what? <laughs> oh, it annoys me so much, man. I, I love the guy, but just yeah. that, that part annoys me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm going to shoot off because um, I've actually been booked for a gig. I've been booked to walk the family dog. So, Aye. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. Yeah, so I enjoy gonna, the enjoy the gig with your dog. I will do, it. Sanj. Thank you for having me on. I look forward to being back very soon. Becca, thank See you for your Sunday, as always mate. just incredible amounts of wisdom. I'll and I look forward you to you on Sunday, son. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to bring a notepad <laughs> and I'm, I'm bringing a, I'm bringing an A3 notepad, so I've got enough room to write. The, the, better, the better. And, uh, and I can't wait to see bring a whiteboard for the first time. Aye, man. Class is in session. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'll leave you to the end of the pod. Thank you. Best sure, luck. Right, right. very, very soon. Good Make sure you give that dog a wee nuzzle for me, will you? I will do it. I'll see. Thank I'll see. you. Thank you, man. Catch you soon, team. Adios. Bye. See you later, bro. Hey. Hey. That was a good wee bit to, to stop anyway. For editing purposes, and I'll put a wee, mm-hmm. a wee track or two in, in that wee bit. Yeah. Um. So there's a few things, though, that I wanted to ask you just more about you, I guess. And how you got into sure thing. rap as a whole. So yeah, just kind of for those of us that don't know, like give us a bit of a lowdown on how you got into rap and kind of your influences and stuff like that. So yeah, just kind of tell us about that. 
Yeah, sure. So I got into rap, um, like behind closed doors for many years. Um, obviously, I was I was uh, very pally with lots of rappers through doing a lot of um session singing and collaboration and hooks and stuff for people and um over my, over my time yeah. I did a fair bit of ghostwriting and things like that oh, right, here and cool. there for people That's pretty as well. That's pretty yeah man just for fun I'm not talking like songs but you know bars here and there ah, and battles yeah, and, the studio with and stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah man and vice versa same with the guys I was hanging with they threw me loads of good stuff as well um but yeah, I just did it behind closed doors for years for fun. Didn't really take it seriously, but I had bars, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, you always had them was, stashed away. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was encouraged into it. I was, I was hesitant to like release rap music because I thought folk just expected me to be doing the singing because that's what my career has. Oh, okay, around, that's a good point. Yeah, um, you know, since I've been. 15, so did you start off with singing? Because I noticed that you do sing quite a lot, especially on the new album. Like, did you start singing or? Yeah, yeah. So I've been um, playing keyboard and writing songs and singing since I was six years old. Um, yeah. And I started gigging professionally when I was 15. Um, by that point, I'd learned a few other instruments. So I play quite a lot of instruments. Uh, most most of the instruments on my albums are, is everything played in by myself. Um, so initially when I started gigging at 15 it was with my guitar and my voice doing like acoustic stuff and yeah man and then um yeah just went when I came back up to Glasgow in 2008 and got involved with the hip-hop scene I've got quite a soulful voice so it seemed like a a natural sort of um thing that I Mm -hmm. got invited into and that folk were really keen to work with me and stuff because my voice is quite soulful um, but yeah, I just just from high, I love rap music. I've always I've always liked hip hop. Like one of my biggest influences overall, um, in my entire life are Portishead, which you know yeah, not traditional so hip hop, but very much got that sort of trip hop alternative element, which I think yeah. reflects quite heavily in the music I make. Um, maybe mm-hmm. folk will see that now I've said it, but um yeah like I, I love missy elliott i loved the buster rhymes when i was a teenager yeah. but i also really liked a lot of the classic stuff so i i love run dmc and i especially love the beastie boys as well yeah um, i love that kind and, of rock element in my like yeah, for me anyway, i love rock as well I, so. and and then like uh through my teenage years like i, I was i was a you know in like first or second year when eminem uh, released his first album which was like what the fuck that was unreal, that heard it, you know and i was like the perfect age for it to just think it was the most wonderful thing but <laughs> i kind of like after that first album i was sort of like choosy with him you know what i mean i feel like, like the first really three i would like he's not in my top 10 yeah, he's not, and i know he's in most people's he's top not someone 10. i would ever cite as an influence because i i don't feel like he's it but i, I appreciate what what he did and yeah at the time body. that first album came out was kind of influential but like mm-hmm. i say man i'm into all sorts of music i'm really into my metal and um, really into rock and stuff like that i love pop yeah. music as well good pop tunes like all fine with me um but a kylie minogue um... <laughs> <laughs> never heard that that pronunciation before but let's do it yeah man <laughs> like i but uh, essentially just from like singing for years and working with lots of rappers and hanging out and um, I had a really popular flat in the west end of Glasgow that loads of folk, it was near the tune so after gigs loads of folk would always pile back to my gaff and 
it's kind of legendary itself now. Uh, my old dad, the one five three, pretty much all the hip hop heads at some point passed through those doors in varying states of drunkenness and <laughs> <laughs> um I so it, it just sort of like over time, like I started making beats, like I, I've made music and produced music pretty much like since I was a teenager, really. But um, I started producing like beats and was building a home studio set up. And it just so happened that everything I was producing was really fucking hip hop, man. And really? Yeah, yeah, man. Proper boom bappy. Like oh, and okay. I, it wasn't it wasn't conscious at all. It just just oh, naturally man, happened. <laughs> When it comes to that side of production, like that seems to be my comfort zone. And I don't know if it's just because I love the nostalgic factor as well, I guess. Yeah, man, it's just my vibe. It suits me as well, I think. I think maybe just instinctually, I I kind of, Mm -hmm. I'm very quick to make choices. I don't hum and haw for hours and hours and hours, agonizing over making beats. Like, that's like me, man. Quick. Yeah. Like, I can't, like, I would make some, like, literally an hour, anything more than an hour. I'd like, it doesn't really happen. I just sort of get uninterested. I don't know what you like, but yeah, I can go back and forth quite a bit. Like I, I know when you've hit the wall with one and kind of start yeah, you're just like come back not... to it with fresh ears. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes, but... like do you know, I do the next day. You know if you're beat as shit or not. God, <laughs> I feel like that's a <laughs> yeah, good 100%. way of telling. You need to sleep on it one hundred percent. Yeah, what I say a lot of people sleep on it and listening to it again. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I was producing a lot of beats, and at the time, um, me and Danny Wee D were hanging out a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. And um, me and him were making an album. It just so happened there was a couple of beats I made that I ended up one in particular called Pretty But Grim. Um, mm. I ended up just writing and recording a verse on it without really telling anybody that was what happened, and then, um sent it around a few of my, my my rapper pals just to check that they didn't think it was absolute yeah, garbage, garbage. <laughs> and everyone was just like what the fuck like what the fuck that's amazing like uh keep doing that and that was essentially how i got into rap was be- i was encouraged into it um i'm really mm. happy to say because folk thought I was shit hot and yeah I'd done it like they like you know but the folk that knew that knew that for years because you know we did it in Vance um behind yeah. those doors but yeah. to actually you know be recording stuff I did actually record a sort of spoken word rap piece like 12 years ago with Dunhamer that was put on one of his releases that's like you know um probably not very well known but yeah there was a dabbled but I was encouraged into actually consciously making rap music and as soon as I did that it was um it just seemed very natural for me man it wasn't um gigging it at first was very intimidating mm-hmm. but making the music and recording my bars I was just loving it but the yeah. first couple of gigs I did rapping I was a fucking nervous wreck like absolutely <laughs> like unbelievably insanely anxious and just because it was new you know um, yeah and as much as like I've hyped a million rappers on stage, it was different when it was my voice doing the mm-hmm. verse, you know. Um, but I'm really uh, confident now. I don't have that issue at all. Um, and I have I've just it's a few years now I've been doing it. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just comfy. Yeah, and that's quite interesting. That the fact that like people encourage you to it because it was the same with me. Like, I just started making beats and then. Like, I didn't have, I was just like, oh, I'm just doing it for fun. And then my family and friends heard it and they were like, by the way, this is actually decent. Like, she should mm-hmm. actually try and push it. And then I spoke to the first Scottish rapper that I ever spoke to. 
was kid robotic because mm-hmm. I heard one of the tunes and I was like, it'd be cool to get one a track. I didn't really know anything about Scottish hip hop at this point. So I spoke to Kid Robotic and like because of him and because the fact that he was like, these beats are sick and that he wanted more and he wanted to use a couple of them. Like if I feel like if that never happened, then I would never have the confidence to push on. So uh, a lot of my mm-hmm. a lot of it goes down to Kid Robotic and the fact that he did like respond and he did like give me that bit of encouragement that pushed me. So yeah, man. Yeah, man. He was he was one that. of the people that I sent pretty but grim to that came back with lots of flame emojis. Yeah, so same yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. Thanks for using him in a long while. It'd be nice to catch up with him. So yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, check out um, the the podcast. I think it was. I did. I listened did to it. it? Oh, nice <laughs> yeah, nice. I listened to it nice. when it came out, mate. I'll, uh, I, I, I follow everything very closely. <laughs> yeah. It's good to know, man. It's good to Big know. Good that. for the pals. That somebody's listening anyway. Because <laughs> sometimes it feels like nobody's listening, but <laughs> but yeah, uh, but I was pretty cool about just generally your influences and stuff, and that I think it's not necessarily always hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's quite accurate for the kind of current generation. Yeah, um, it's a fusiony kind of, generation, yeah. isn't it? Which yeah, that's I why I love it. it. I like it. guys, like um, just people that like combine. Like pop, rap, and rock is just kind of my vibe, and mm-hmm. that's kind of what I really like at the moment. So, yeah, it was a really cool time, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. Like with drill, and drill's kind of on. Like I feel like right. drill's kind of coming out a little bit, and house is like the thing that's coming in now. So I'm interested in how all that combines, and then also like trap, which. Doesn't seem to go away. It just kind of stays in every genre, I guess. We'll be hearing those hi hat patterns for like the next ten years, mate. Like strap in. <laughs> oh man, I love I love trap. I like I genuinely love trap. I know it's like at Everywhere. the time. It's it not like divisive. bank adverts and things like that. Those those hi hat <laughs> yeah, patterns, man. What know. the fuck? It's literally like in pop, like Ariana Grande, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like in pop tunes, yeah, and that, like that 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 high hat pattern is going. No, are you a fan that's, of it? That is just out of interest. Um, do you do you mind it? I love it. To be fair, well, I've used to it. I have I have like dabbled in it myself, but like I I, I don't really make when I have used those kind of like pattern based mm-hmm. elements that come from genres. I've not lent fully into the genre, but I yeah, feel like that's reflected in, yeah, I feel like that's reflected in every tune I do though, mm-hmm. man. Do you know what I mean? Even the pure boom bappy tunes are not solid boom bap with me. There's yeah. always like a switch up or something, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um yeah, but I, that's I, quite interesting. I'm not I'm not here to beef with, with any genres. I'm a I'm a, I'm a <laughs> Get any <laughs> I know I've already said enough, like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> we Get all know that I'm like setback. next in line I man like 100% like so nah I'm not here to hate I think there's a space for everything that's yeah truth. like not just in hip-hop but in all music I think there is a space see for I just like hearing people's opinions like even if it's different that I kind of like that because it means you can have a proper chat which mm-hmm. is, is all better man but, I just uh, I, I care I do care if people like my stuff. That's all I you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like all I care is like, did you hear that and get happy? Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I care I do care about that. Much like what T was saying with like the comedy stuff, like 
aye it's it's not your job to be like it's your job to be really good at what you do and do yeah. you as good as you can do you whether that's music or comedy or whatever you know so exactly. I, I just try and keep that at the forefront of everything man and i think that resonates with people as well you know yeah so, fingers crossed Like the tides are never changing canvas Been roaming near and far for the cure But I can't stop the madness My brain's a danger to me Like I'm a danger to the planet Birthing a species with a constant and dirty habit We've done so much damage We ain't gentrified, we're savage Once the earth is fully ravaged Then we'll move and start new carnage We'll never learn, we'll never look outside ourselves Cause fuck that noise Trying to empathise with someone else I'm embarrassed We could have been a marvel But we squandered it and further ourselves from the parallels and I used to see kindness everywhere when I was a child but I've grown and learned it's mostly lies which brings new trials and tribulations may I hasten to a correlation to fully fledge my statement the dream I had forsaken to redirect a nation brings new complication all of our hearts are breaking cause there's no destination don't care about the book that you read Try to distract them by the time they click through the 
an ungodly species that just cannot coexist. Don't care about the book that you read. Put it down and maybe then you'll see. You say that you don't know, but you know, you know. Don't care about the world you perceive. Get it darker when the early Mishaps. 
swear that if I say I love you then I love you There's nothing I want to gain except your love too I'd rather stun fools with kind rules and rough jewels There's only one planet and one message of use Forgot to feel something Alternative reality still haunting Forgot to feel nothing And now I feel everything, it's too daunting That's why I just wanted to come to the last wee end of the podcast I wanted to talk to you about obviously the new project that mm-hmm. is amazing <laughs> um, it's so good like just everything about it like the concept the lyrics um, mm-hmm. just like everything about it it's just perfect so yeah just tell us about about the album for those that, that haven't heard or that don't know about it just kind of explain about about it and yeah yeah man so um, it's the first solo self-produced album I've put out it's not the first self-produced album I've put out technically that title goes to Logical which I mm. did with uh, Weedy back in 2018 but um, moving forward I will be self-producing all my albums uh, I imagine there was an idea I had a couple of years ago that I put some feelers out for about doing an album that was a collaborative album co-producing with lots of people called mm. Becca Star Plays Well With Others that got a massive massive response so maybe after I get my next album out, which is doing really good, um, then uh, I'll maybe think about doing something like that. But yeah, Speak No Evil is um, it's it's very much a sort of concept based album. There's a lot of themes that run through it. I actually just yeah. released a, a mini documentary on um, YouTube um, that you can look for called Speaking No Evil. Um, where oh, I, I think kind I of saw dive a, a little bit. I think into, I saw a snippet, yeah. Yeah, man. The, the, the full thing's up. It's like 20 minutes long, um, but it goes quite deeply into like the characters, how it was written, also about you know the artwork and uh, it delves into the, the features and all sorts of stuff. And it's got loads of like behind the scenes footage and stuff like that as well. So if you really want to like know the ins and outs of it, I would recommend you go and watch the Speaking No Evil mini doc on YouTube. Um, and yeah, you can find out a little bit more. But um, I, I started making the album the end of uh, like December 2018. Mm-hmm. I wrapped it up around uh, November 2019. And then I was looking for a label proactively to try and get it signed because I knew I needed a little bit of help with, um, you know, the sides of the business that I... It's not so much that I struggle with, I just don't care about, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make music. So, um, yeah, and thankfully I got the attention of in black records i signed with them in like june of 2020 um for the album and they're also signing the next album as well which is really exciting that's class yeah um so and yeah we just started the process of i made all the music videos um and edited them and helped with all the promo and like we were talking at the start of the show about you know like getting into making graphics and things like this as well so I prefer that side of things, you know, so um, like having to be good at like all of the, 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 the PR stuff and, you know, like reaching out to, to media outlets mm-hmm. and things like this. That's just the side of things I, I struggle with a little bit, you know, and I, yeah. I just I'm good when it comes to getting the stuff made for you to do stuff with that's like (laughs) you know I'm I'm very much old school in that sense you know and I and I'm very interested in 
you know, getting myself out there as far and wide as I possibly can because I believe in what I do um, and I really love what I do and it's all I've done for my, basically my whole life. So I'd be pretty dumb to not, you know, try and push as far as I possibly can with it. And I'm really, I feel so blessed to be working with such a nice wee independent team like in Black Records who have made a massive difference in my career in the couple of years we've been working together. And yeah, like um, I would encourage anybody, if you really believe in what you're doing, like get a team behind you man like and you know maybe not necessarily a label but you know get get a team around you get some support around you and and do a bit of networking and sending your stuff out places like um to try and build a nice team around you that can help you until you get to the point where you're maybe wanting to look for something a bit bigger and you know yeah. like kind of broaden the horizons a little bit that yeah. was all that's all it was with me I knew I made a really really good album that deserved broader horizons than I could achieve on my own and um so I'm really grateful to In Black for all they've done for me <laughs> yeah awesome. I do feel like um like sometimes like people it's kind of like the Scottish mentality where like your dreams are a bit more people seem to, like, put your dreams down, if you get what I mean. So, like, if you put... I don't your... know if that's necessarily just Scottish. I think that's I think quite it's a, highly a UK-wide thing, but, yeah. you know, like... But, yeah, there definitely is a culture of, like, the... Don't get too ahead regards of to rap, with the rap thing of, like, that, that there is a stigma still attached to the Scottish accent, but... I think that, like, aye, that sort of culture of, oh, what are you doing? You show off or whatever. <laughs> aye, exactly. I think it's starting aye. to die out. And I think it's the TikTok generation that's probably doing a good job of killing it because, mm. I mean, that yeah. is very much all about putting yourself out there and, mm. you know, I mean, like, learning the dances, like, that in itself to me kind of, <clears throat> it, you know, it's, it looks like a bit of community. It's like people yeah. trying not to feel alone and, oh, I'm doing the same thing as you. Like, you know, like, yeah. fair enough. So hopefully that that dies because it's well it's, I hope it's, so it's, it's, it's just... prevalent everywhere except the arts community because the arts community thankfully is a nice supportive community for, mm. for for most of my experience of it and encouraging yeah encouragement's important isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly I think <laughs> um, there is I, I hope it goes away um, because I think it's like it's up to it's, us to kill it, stopping, mate. Yeah. It's up to exactly, us to man. kill it. Yeah, man. And it's stopping, like, insane potential, I feel like. Like, oh, people, yeah. when somebody puts them down, they're like, oh, shit. Then they just stop doing it when they could have been, like, the next bloody Kendrick Lamar or something. I don't know. But, yeah, it's like, we just need yeah. to support each other. So it comes back to that thing of just don't be a dick, really, doesn't it? <laughs> don't be that's a dick. This, that's, that's the overwhelming the thing. That's what, this, that's what this show should be called. <laughs> don't be a dick. <laughs> the special. Atlas Works Scottish <laughs> Hip Hop Scotland podcast. Uh, don't be a dick special. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a dick takeover, man. That would be it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. A... Amazing. Love it. Uh, that's a really perfect bit of advice for anyone to follow. Just one advice don't be a dick <laughs> or if or if you're thinking about be a dick being a dick like actually challenge yourself like reach out to the, the individual that you're thinking about being dickish a about dick and actually say the shit you've got to say to them direct how about aye. that like aye, exactly if you're gonna be a dick do it properly if you want to be i if you want to be a dick be a dick just be an authentic dick be a dick to the pit like don't be, be a dick true. so that everybody's involved like aye, you know 
<laughs> Aye, aye, a wee, a wee DL or something. Aye. aye, man. <laughs> Just Don't slide be a it. dick. Hashtag <laughs> it. aye, the word, get it, get it trending, man. Don't be a dick. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Uh, but yeah, we'll come, we'll, we'll come into the end. Um, I know we've been talking for a while now, so uh, Yeah, I man. just wanted to ask you about the Scotsman article. from the album and then also just like oh yeah your story behind the blue hair I think we'll go with that first Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue hair. <laughs> yeah I can tell. I can tell you all about the blue hair. So, um, like I've always done fun stuff with my hair for years. Um, I actually wear a lot of clipping extensions and things like that as well at gigs. If you ever see me with like other colors in my hair, I often wear like purple as well in my hair. Those are like clipping extensions. I've done that for years. Um and yeah man I, I was a goth <laughs> Darling, simply um, I confess, yeah man. so like in my teenage years I did a lot of experimenting with my hair and I, I really love my hair Um, it's like one like I've got a lot of um, you know issues with like my appearance personal issues with my own appearance but my hair is something I actually really like about Yeah. myself and use a lot to express myself and make me feel better about myself Um, but like I wanted my hair blue for years, man. I actually found on my Facebook memories a couple of weeks ago a post um, from like nine years ago of me saying, I've been growing my natural hair colour out for six months. I think
it's it's a vital part of like being a performer i think mm. is your identity it's part yeah. of your identity your image you know and like it can't even there's certain clothes that i only wear for stage and things like this it's actually <laughs> yeah. something i say and encourage my students in if like they're getting into gigging if they're at the point they're just about to start gigging and they're dead nervous yeah i often say to them listen here's what you need to do you need to meditate a bit, but you also need to go out and get yourself stage wear. Just transform. An outfit yeah. specifically for the stage, not that you're going to wear on the stage once and then start wearing out at every house party. No, yeah. that you keep away and is just for, that helps just you like stage. manifest that energy and get into yeah. that stage persona because that's quite vital as a performer as well. Not Not all performers, but I think like getting into that right sort of mind state and energy frame to like, you know, be ready to go and perform and bring the energy that like, yeah, you kind of need to get into a zone. Like I'm not on like that all the time. Nobody is. So learning how to channel it. Yeah. Channeling it is, yeah. Your image is a really powerful way to tell people who you are as well. Just from them looking at you. Just from noticing. Ah, exactly. Yeah, ma'am. Do you know who does that amazingly? This whole stage presence. Throw miles better. He, he mm-hmm. puts his oh, glasses on. He puts his mm-hmm. sunglasses on, and that's him transformed. Like that's mm-hmm. him became miles better. Yeah, he's had he's had consistent I mean. stage wear for the exactly. last few gigs I've seen him. Hi, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The stage like, wear is on point. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, like that. That shit matters as well. Like that's that's cool. Like that, yeah, exactly. that's an attachable. You know, it's aye, it's important stuff. So it's cool to see folk that take that seriously it's something that actually i wish i saw more of was the kind of fashion side of things because exactly. i feel like it's always been connected i feel like it's died well. a bit yeah yeah if i see i think it was actually um susan that i last oh, yeah. pulled up at a gig and she was like can sick. i just thank you so much for looking so fly it makes me so happy to just see somebody that's dressed well that cares. About looking peak like yeah. yeah man especially when the guys do it because i understand there is also stigma for guys with regards to mm-hmm. image and self-expression and stuff and i i hate that that is the case for you i think it's apps. so much better now though yeah, 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 but there's because, just like, there's more options for women, one hundred percent. Like on the yeah. high street, like you guys have to spend a small fortune to get cool clothes nine times. Yeah, out of 10. exactly. Aye. Um, you know what I mean, and I love as well to see that like um there is less stigma attached to you know um guys wearing makeup or nail varnish or anything yeah, exactly, like that, that previously exactly. might have been prejudiced by people because it's been done for fucking years alice cooper is how old now he's been wearing eyeliner since the 70s bro like it really should not Richie. you know what I mean? do, <laughs> do like what feels natural though. I think that's the thing with image though, right? As long as you're doing something that is authentic, like people see that. They'll see if you're uncomfortable in what you're doing. And mm-hmm. again, front in, you know what I mean? If you're yeah. trying to emulate someone else. But if you are like using your image and stuff and actually just showing more of yourself, like people mm-hmm. really pick up on that too. And you do have some banging, banging caps, my friend. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm Thank a beanie you. girl myself. Oh, really? I'm a beanie cap. Yeah, I'm on the cap, man. I love being just suits my face more. I think like just the shape. Yeah, got my face. Cool. So if I ever come across a pure absolute bargain, like in TK Maxx or something, man, exactly, I'll just nab it for you because they sometimes have the really cool holographic ones and shit, like like, not like as in the cap, but like you know the lettering and stuff. Yeah, that's class. Yeah, I got one the other day. I got one the other day. I went to. I don't. I don't know if you're into Machine Gun Kelly, but. I went to the Machine Gun Kelly show and I got a hat. It was really cool. It was like black and it said born with horns and pink. 
So I was like, nice. yes, that is Next exactly one. what I need. So. Are you going to be rocking that on Sunday then? I, I'll, you know what, I kind of use it for promotion. So I might kind of rotate between that and Hip Hop Scotland and a Superman one. Oh, <laughs> Just man, kind of rotate we need to the... get some Hip Hop Scotland beanies on the go so that I can rock one. Oh, mate, those. there's hats. There's hats, actually. I don't know if you saw them last time, but I we've did, got like... I didn't see any beanies. No, there isn't any beanies, but that's something we should... Because winter right. is coming as well. Winter, I'll keep your, that'll keep your nap exactly. nice and toasty. Like, what more could you want? Like... Oh, that's a plan. I might actually look into that. <laughs> you can like you can like model them for me. You can do Aye. that. Like, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Then. Yes. I. Yes. I'm always happy to do that kind of stuff. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody to find out that yeah, if you want me to like promote your stuff, give me a shout. I tend to like beat people to it. I share a lot of people's stuff and what they're up to and yeah. what's happening in the scene and stuff. Anyway, mm-hmm. even if like it's a gig I can't even make, I try and share it anyway. Yeah, but, exactly. Ah, if anything like this is happening, then yeah. Give me I used to do some modeling um for Ooh, a nice, few places yeah. and stuff. So yeah, I'd be happy to do things like that again, man. Yeah. That's class, yeah. Yeah, I did that for the first time actually for about, um, about a month ago for MVs. Nice. Like, That's that awesome. Class, so I'm How on did the you website find it? and stuff. That was quality. I really enjoyed it. That was fun. Um, yeah, that's the attitude. Doing to have, shoot, man. I quite like part, part of me's kinda like I quite like it. Like mm-hmm getting photographed but then part of me is like cringing at the same time <laughs> no like, don't like, cringe man you know I mean? here's uh, the so. thing like a photograph's only ever going to catch you that young at that time mm, do you know what i mean so uh, re- relish those photographs my man you know what uh, i'm saying yeah that's for you i quite enjoyed that it's cool that like that i want like the wee the wee website as well when people are buying clothes you can see me modeling it <laughs> Nice, but is the that... reason, like the main reason I wanted to do it, was just the fact that we don't see enough like disabled people, absolutely, in like yeah. positions like that. And I feel like mm-hmm. people need to know that disabled people can be cool as well. Like, yeah, that's man. my main objective. There was actually, I'll maybe send you a link to this. Right, there was a fashion show that happened recently in California. Is it Paris, maybe no. No, it was California, I'm sure. But it was all, it was a fashion show by a disabled designer and everybody who was in the, the it was actually couples, people who are in able and disabled couples. And they were yes, walking so. down the runway together and or or in their chairs and stuff. So like, yeah, it was amazing. And like people with all, all different sort of complex um, physical needs and challenges and stuff. But it was so cool, man. So if you've not heard of it, I'll maybe send you the link to it because I thought it was so cool. And I was like, oh, it's like I like. It, there, there is not enough of that stuff and there, there should be like there should be inclusivity yeah. for everybody especially like, when you're growing up like because like when if you I've mentioned this so many times but if you like see something that if I saw a disabled person like me modeling when I was younger I would have been like holy shit like that would have given mm-hmm. me so much inspiration so mm-hmm, I guess it's mm-hmm. just that and try to push but now you're being that person to those to everyone else man that's amazing like you're actually being that person now yeah because i've realized how much that would help me exactly Mm -hmm. you're helping people by doing what you're doing man keep it up that's awesome or the threat or the threads fire as well just like on on like just be honest where the threads are they banging do they make really good clothes yeah they're banging nice one they're really banging very really cool banging clothes. 
It's Excellent. actually um, MVs. I don't know if you know MVs and label. It's ran by Sean Focus. No. Um, I don't know if you know Sean. Oh Focus. yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yes. yes so it's his sorry, label, yeah. um, and I actually do A and R for them as well. So, so oh, cool combination. Nice. Um, bye. But yeah, we're coming. I suppose to the last question of the podcast: What's your future plans? So any exclusive you can tell us about? Um, yeah. What's going on this year, next year, whatever. Yeah, so um, I am making my next album at the moment. It doesn't have a title yet, um, and it's going really well, and I'm feeling really confident and relaxed and happy. Um, there's also shifts happening in my live band. Uh, my bassist, mm, Joe, cool. left recently, right. uh, but we already have another bassist line up, so there'll be an announcement coming soon about that. Um and yeah, we're going to be actually looking um for some more members to add to the live situation. So again, if you're a musician, like keep your eyes peeled on my social media pages. Probably at this point now, probably in the new year before we do a proper push um for a few extra members and stuff. But um yeah, and and yeah, I'm just gonna be gigging a a lot more in the new year. I've got this this gig on Sunday, and then I'm playing another gig in McCool's on Sunday the twentieth of November. Yeah, I saw that. And then yeah. yeah, and then I'm going to take the rest of the year off um from gigging and just focus on writing and recording, and making some some cool videos and stuff, and working with a few people who I'm overdue working with. Uh, and yeah, like just I roll on the new year. Like I, I think I'm going to shift into a, a a really. I know I'm busy and like very proactive as it is, but it's going to mm. get intense come the new year. Um, because I'm just just in a really good place, man. I'm just feeling really yeah. relaxed and mm. confident. Things are just. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just really Me enjoying too, everything, I, man. I'm, I'm just, just really like, enjoying everything. I'm the the scene feels healthy as well. Would you agree? Yeah. Like it feels like the scenes in exactly. a good place. Exactly. I think. And, I think yes. the scene, like I think, it's because like it's getting more mainstream attention. I feel like than it has beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of BBC radio and stuff like that, it's getting a lot more attention, and <clears> there's <throat> a lot more kind of multicultural. I feel like there's a lot more people from different. I feel like getting into to, it that there was in my opinion. to be honest I feel like I kind of disagree with that I feel like there yeah. has always been a, a level of attention however there has not been consistency in attention mm, fears, yeah. because we had people like Mad Hat Magor and Case One and stuff like that doing live sessions on the BBC 10 mm-hmm. years ago yeah. um, obviously Darren um, has done yeah. amazing like documentaries and things like that over the years um, so th- th- there has been there has been we have always been present this isn't a new thing, yeah. but the consistency and interest, that's the difference. We've not had for, you know, a few years on the trot consistent interest and in that point. we've been yeah. at, the, at, the, at the top of the arts conversation. Mm-hmm. We peak and trough. And so, yeah, I don't think it's fair to say that like, oh, now stuff's happening. No, no, no. Stuff's always yeah. been happening. It's just it's not been consistently happening. That's it. Yeah. And, and that that again comes back to us as a community being... Um, I'm hoping to to be a good example of that, and I hope that folk would say I am a good example of that of being consistent and, you know, always releasing music and always producing music and always putting effort in and you know like I like I think that's that there's an onus on us as a community to yeah. make sure that we are unavoidable, and I think there has been times where we maybe have been avoidable because folk have gotten lazy or life gets in the way or you know whatever, but I having a consistent 
spotlight on us, yeah, it's doable. I think at the moment it's still very much that in Glasgow, I think, I don't know if I could speak beyond that um, honestly um, without it just being speculative. But in Glasgow, it seems to me like the spotlight for many years and still is, is very much more on the indie scene. Yeah, like stuff like that. Rock, sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which isn't a bad thing because the indie scene's amazing and healthy and thriving as well and has been very continuous and you can't, you know, hate on what they're doing. But yeah, I think that um, they are, they, they, like, there's just a, a, a greater saturation in the indie scene as well, I think. So yeah, we just got to make sure we're, we're, we're pushing through as much as we can and putting effort mm-hmm. in as well and not just expect things to happen for us. It takes a lot of effort for change to occur. So I think a lot of that I'm, is Ready kind of draft. about self-confidence as well. Like we were talking about, if you feel confident, then you should like push your music and send it out to people and just do, yeah, do all that stuff just to, to push it, I guess. Or even so, if you don't feel confident, still do it because yeah, like fair. confidence is an, is an evolution as well. And, you know, depending mm-hmm. on what's going on in your life, you can associate how you feel with what you create differently. So, but just still always be driven, like never lose the drive and, try and be kind to yourself and encouraging of yourself I think is probably the best advice I could give to any creative person like yeah, yeah the last person that needs to be hating on you is you like <laughs> that's what the world's for I feel like that's, <laughs> that's like one of the biggest battles that people face is like getting over that I guess um like yeah of themselves well, that's what my album's all it. about really yeah. you know the kind of internal war that can occur um mm. but yeah, man. Yeah, that's the last thing people we need is to have an internal yeah, kind of no. thing when all the, the shits is going on. So, yeah, man. yeah, man. You are loved. You're good. Just keep creating. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah, it's going to be good. We, we've, if we just keep grafting the way we are, then I think that we can absolutely make a monumental yeah. di- di- difference. I thanks a lot <laughs> for 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 joining us for a couple of hours. Yeah, Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate chat. it. Keep keep up the good work. I'm sorry if I bored anybody with all my deepness. It happens. Nah, but nah, that's <laughs> out. I, like that. I kind of get a bit deep. Like, I, I just but... love it, man. I just I just love what I'm doing, man. I really love the scene, and I've got so much love for for all the folk that give a shit about what I do as well. I really appreciate yeah. it. And anyone that's listening to this podcast, make sure you tell your mates it exists. Yeah, get them and send some invites out to the Hip Hop Scotland page exactly. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, man, mm. bring the trips. Let's every third Sunday of the month, come along, everybody. Yeah. So you'll see me because I'm always there. Got up, exactly, man. I put cheers, and I'll I'll catch up with you at the show on Sunday, man.
more salt and sass I told you that I loved you And I proved my dedication Surround myself in decoration Calculated motivations Does he really love you though? What more's the cunt got to show? Appreciate and don't negate The healing force, some bleak and state Time for us to unsaturate Oh god, the arteries, they swell and mould A carcass for this crypt to hold It's getting full, y'all, sins and secrets Resentment implanted, all get disregarded The first step's the hardest I repeat that the first step's the hardest But walk the walk and talk some talk Define yourself with vibes and props What you got through is slick slim and amateur of life works Hold on tight and know this pain hurts Take comfort as it gets worse She bitch what more bad She looks so happy but her eyes are so sad Oh my god She looks so happy but her eyes are so sad Who the fuck is going to carry you? When I face that divide 
being carried I'm five pence for a baggie I've been going through the motions As I said goodbye to granny Everyone looking at me Thinking that I'm jammy When I'm walking through A constant pit of shit And what they're throwing at me This is what a different test I've been pushing up my pressure From my toes to my chest Every step is that I jump Into the deepest of depths As I argue what is friction With the voices in my head Gotta hold it down for everyone Cause where you gonna go with all the smoke and all the liquor's done Brothers and my sisters keep me grounded to the roots we dug Got so much love inside my heart I'm shopping for a bigger one Yeah, I forgot how to hate I don't have that kind of energy to burn and just waste So if you wanna keep it going, be my guest, I can wait I'm just trying to do right by every one of my mates Like, yeah When I face that divide That's when the people